Hey everybody, hope everyone's well up there. Um, welcome to the second episode of the Beside Me podcast. If you haven't checked out the first one, I did it with Phil Humphreys and it's absolutely amazing. He's an amazing wire rapper and juggler, so please go check that one out. Uh, the second episode was a lot of fun. I got to go sit out in Sanford Valley with a good friend of mine, Chelsea Ogle, uh, Chelsea Lamandra Art. She's an amazing uh, painter, sculptor. She teaches work, teaches workshops, and yeah, we got to talk about how uh, she is redefining the way that she does her business uh, throughout COVID or because of COVID, um, and just you know getting the wheels rolling again after having so much downtime. So I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Chels. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Excellent. Welcome to the B-Side Me podcast. You are, in fact, beside me, so thank you. I am. Thank you. <laughs> and I am B-Side. <laughs> All right. It's awesome. We are here in Chelsea's uh, beautiful, the, you can't see it, maybe I'll even do a little tour we'll later it, of yeah. the bus, but she has a beautiful bus here that she lives in, and we are in the Sanford Valley, uh, nice and lush right now. How good is this? Mm. I feel like, no, I feel like every time I come out here, it's super lush. It got it's first pretty time dry you always for a little bit. Sanford. What? Got pretty dry for a little bit. Yeah. Winter, but <laughs> so it? lush now. It's like a few summers ago that um, I came through and I just remember it being for one of like Jakey's parties or something and it was super dry and mm. then, then it had all that rain and then and then it was just lush out. Yeah. But yeah. Do you love it out here? Do you find do. being in this space inspiring? I do, yes. And I've really gotten into gardening and making it my own space, which yeah. has been awesome. Yep. Like taking on a whole different side of creativity by making everything in plants. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Now I want to do some sculptures as well for the garden. Yep, yep, cool. Yeah. And that's just another avenue as well of things that you can do down the line. Yeah, never lacking inspiration, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so is the plants uh, like a relatively new thing for you or? Yeah, only in like the last couple of years. Yep. Yeah. I'm getting back into ceramics, which I used to do a lot of. Yep. But now I'm like getting right back into that, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But it's been years and now I'm doing it like multiple times every week and launching all the classes. And yep. And yeah. with the ceramics, so do you have your own kiln here? Do you? No, not yet. Yep. I want to make a um a pit for firing, mm. like raku firing. But at the moment, I use the club down the road. It's yep. a Samford uh, pottery club. Yep. It's just been launched by a friend of mine, Jackie Cute. Mead. Yeah. Nice. So I'm there like multiple times every week. Yep. Just playing around. Yep. Yeah. So they've got all the gear and stuff there. Mm. Yep. Excellent. It's very convenient. Is it like a membership-based place or? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it's like they have a membership and then they have, um, I think it's got to be about like six weekly classes yep. and different things. So yeah, they do like glazing, uh, beginners building, uh, wheel throwing. I do like detail class with, mm -hmm. classes with like hand building and textural work. Yep. I'm going to make some big events there just when you know, COVID permits. But yeah. So you yeah. like, you could just like have people pay for a ticket to come do workshops and stuff with you. Yeah. Did they do a similar thing already? Like with their own or is it more just like a, a higher space you know, or like a uh, membership space kind of thing? It's um, mostly like a regular rotation of a few, um, like few groups of people. Um, but they're all mostly, they're run by Jackie at the moment. And she's having, starting off having guest artists, yep. which is super cool. Cool. Oh, that's cool. Is that like on a, a monthly basis or? 
Mine will be on a monthly basis. Yep. At the moment, they have most of their classes are weeklies. Yep. Mm. Cool. All right. Well, what else has been going on? It's 2021. Last mm. year was crazy. I said the right. I started the last one and I was like, how's your 2020 going so far? <laughs> I was like, uh, good start, Blair. Do over. <laughs> no, no, no. All, all mistakes are, are going to be yeah. included. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's, um, yeah, 2021, it's been good. It's been just reestablishing some healthy habits of like getting the business running again. Cause last year it pretty much just all went right off a cliff. Yep. Like, cause it's all based on being in person with people. So my whole business was mostly doing art workshops, like the Bob Ross classes and everything. Yep. So when COVID came in, like all of the venues shut that I was doing regular classes with. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, time to regroup. Yeah. And I spent most of last year just doing the bus fit out. Yep. So, and now it's like getting to a point where I can launch regular classes again and hopefully it'll actually come through and I'll get to teach the classes that I plan instead of cancel them. But it'll be, it'll be good to get everything rolling again. Totally. Are you, mm. you're, you're keen? You're ready for it? Yeah, I've been like yeah. g up for it for like the last <laughs> four months, <laughs> just yeah. like contacting venues and talking to people and figuring out which direction this year is going to go. Yep. But yeah, it's looking it's looking very promising yep. right now. So yeah. Yeah, will it be the same venues as or similar venues or are you finding some new spaces? Has well, anything yeah. been drastically affected by COVID in regards to like shutting down or? Well, yeah, there was... Um, all the venues that I was with shut down last year. Um, yeah. So there was there was Sideshow at the time. Yep. Um, so they shut down pretty much like around the same time um, for numerous reasons, I think, at yep. the time. There was a change of venue that happened yeah. and then there was the launch of the new venue that was kind of delayed. Yep. And then um, my other venue that I was teaching at, it's like a council venue, mm-hmm. um, run by the Kombacho group, which is like a, um, they do a lot of like tube stock of plants and stuff like that. And they have a lot of volunteer work of like, um, like propagating seeds and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like all native plants. Nice. So I did one class with them at the start of last year. And we were like, yeah, that went really great. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And we had like 20 people and then we were like, let's do it monthly. And then literally the next week is like, hey, my venue's shutting down. Um, (laughs) In future, Keen, I'll let you know. So, and like she contacted me at the end of last year, like, hey, are you still Keen? Mm -hmm. So we might end up essentially launching back for what would have been the second workshop uh, pretty much a year later from when we were going to launch it. (laughs) Like it'll be maybe March. (laughs) So. Has, do you feel like that's giving you time to refine your idea? Are you going to come back in with like a same concept and keep going from there or? Yeah, like same sort of concept, um, maybe a little bit more refined because mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it for so long now. Like I've been like thinking of the best ways to make things like professional and um give people the best value for their money in terms of like having everything, having a community base that they're joining into. Mm-hmm. So I want people to want to come every month to the same group and get to know the people that they're participating in the classes with. Totally. Mm. 
I mean, in that concept too, that like allows everyone to grow artistically together and then, you know, inspire each other as well. Right? Mm. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um, is your classes predominantly, I have, I, I mean, you said about the Bob Ross one, are they predominantly painting or are you um, doing? Well, this year I think it'll be a pretty even spread. I mean, if my other venue does launch back at the moment, they're all ceramics, the ones that I've been okay. teaching. Yep. Um, but I want to launch other venues with painting and I want to do another venue again with life drawing, mm -hmm. like more like, um, special events and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then the other one, which is the plant place, there'll be like, um, botanical art mixed media classes. So people will be drawing and then using watercolors with that and layering up with pencils and mm -hmm. then using acrylic. And I'm going to teach them how to use all different materials together. Mm-hmm. So they all each venue will have a different kind of specialty of cool. media. So people could were you are you considering doing like, you know, uh, um, like a thing where if they come to all three kind of thing, if you you have any like real like you know hardcore devotees, uh, you could bring it down or mm. cross that bridge when the yeah. time comes. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I think I'll have to have the first of the classes at each venue and see what their audience is like. Yeah. So I pretty much go into it with like, all right, I'm keen for doing this kind of thing. It's going to be everyone's going to come to each class. It's going to be great. We're going to get to know each other. Mm -hmm. And then it might be like people are like, I'm just going to come to this one-on-one -on -one yeah. like session, and, but then they're not so much keen to do a recurring thing. Yeah. And I usually, I actually just take surveys and, and okay. yeah. At the hand, end of the yeah. class? Yeah, I hand cool. out surveys. I'm that person. Oh. <laughs> no, I love that. I was like talking to someone, uh, there's a guy at my work and um, he's got a YouTube channel for his, uh, he does like gaming, but he does really well. Like since he's been there mm. the last few months, he's gone from like, I don't know, 4,000 subscribers to six, but mm. he's like, he's he's the like and subscribe guy. Yeah. Um, and then like I realized like, oh God, I'm probably going to have to do that for this. I got to be. <laughs> that guy so, too yeah but i think it's i think it's a good thing to it's a good practice to get into because you know like the confidence comes through and there's there's a way of doing it that's not egotistical like yeah. you are simply just doing it because like you know of course if, if someone sometimes people just do need a reminder i know yeah. i sometimes need a reminder like i really love something but i don't sometimes just keep like i'm like that was cool next video or like Absolutely. next web page or yeah. everyone's doing three things at once all the time these days so yeah. that friendly reminder to like remain like engaged subscribe. like and subscribe <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely need to you know your own your own best representative like totally. you know like when you're talking to people about what you love, you're the best person to talk to them about it because mm -hmm. you know the most about it. Yep. You're the most enthusiastic. So, yeah, it's like we all just got to be a little bit more assertive. Yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> uh, it just reminds me of another situation. I was like at another job and someone new had started there and I was like talking about my music to him and then it turned out he was a sound engineer from like the UK that had it or he's from Glasgow and he had a bunch of connects in the, the um, mm. scene there. And then the, one of the other waiters that had worked under me for ages was like, like, how do you keep like teeing up these things where, and I was like, I talk about myself a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
And that's try, the way to be. Yeah, you know? try not to be egotistical yeah. about it. <laughs> just talk about what you do in like a nice way. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, there's ego and then there's passion. Yeah. Like, and, you know, it comes across for sure. And read the room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, gold. Yeah. Um, I want to backtrack a little bit because it made me think, um, what is your general demographic for these, for the workshops and stuff? Because I've never been to one. I know mm. obviously, you know, uh, venues and um, would would account for a certain area that you're getting it from. Mm. Um, yeah, it drastically varies yeah, between okay. venues. Cool. Um, so I guess for my platforms, like when I'm actually – promoing my own events it would mostly end up being millennial like millennial women of, often mm -hmm. occasional guys um and then when it's at a different venue it's just such a variety like um for the plant the venue combacho um it was very varied there was like a lot of elderly people there yeah. which was great and um yeah just super varied mm -hmm. and I think it also very much depends on like how I promo an event like how I do the write-ups and um, which platforms that I push it the most through yep um and yeah location Samford is definitely a more mature audience um in when I'm in West End it's more like um the sip and paint kind of vibes yeah, yeah cool. which is great <laughs> um so yeah I just um suss out the crowd every time I come to a new venue or like experiment with how I list my events and see totally. how it goes. Mm. Yeah, well, I think that's so cool because um, I did a few <laughs> painting classes myself um, when I ran the venue back in Rosalie because um, there was a lady that used to work for us there and she um, did like painting nights there too. Same vibe, uh, just mm. the wine and uh, thing. And it was interesting, like uh, Rosalie's predominantly kind of like a, like a uh, young family, like professional family sort of thing. So pretty varied audience but definitely uh more like early 30s early 40s ladies um mm. and, uh, with wine and stuff uh but it was just i just really enjoyed it and it was just also i really enjoyed um everyone's diversity like you know taking the same concept but even like within the four people that i was there with um how we all like you know mine was very like smeared and i like blended everything Painting. yeah and then like my partner at the time hers was very every like was very defined like strokes and stuff mm, and, um, different strokes different folks yeah <laughs> ah, love it <laughs> She's yeah. Done this before. <laughs> yeah definitely with like bob ross classes mm. i found it was very interesting how varied they were they all ended up like looking like an interpretation of the same painting but you know some there's always one person who did a portrait when everyone else was doing landscape and i'm like I yeah. appreciate that. You do you, boo. Yeah, like, totally. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's always interesting to see how the same instructions can yield such different response from mm. the participants. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just, yeah, the different interpretations and in that. And you get to see it like you're seeing it in such a scale of like eight different like personalities coming yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in something that you're so familiar with too, which is mm. super cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's the same with sculpture. Like yeah. I found like you give them the idea yeah. and then they take that inspiration and roll with it. So yeah. it's like we are making candle holders and then okay, I'm like yeah. I'm making one that's a leaf and then 
you know, someone be like, oh, I want mine to be a flower. And then someone's like, I want mine to be a turtle. And it's just like, yeah, cool. <laughs> you know, they got to go wherever. <laughs> and I just sort of help them realize what they want it to look like. Yep. It's like, it's fun to just sort of see where it goes. Yep. Mm. And in that then, do you find it difficult to, uh, like, what, what's the si- general size of your classes? Um, so for pottery, it's more like 10. Um, for oil painting, like Bob Ross, it was like 25 to 30. Yep. Yeah, so the main thing to keep the, like, class sort of running smoothly for me, I just make sure I give everyone individual attention. Yep. Because then, you know, you're you're paying attention to how far everyone is, mm-hmm. you know when to slow down and let people catch up, you know um, which people are sort of struggling a little bit and which ones want to be left alone. And, like, and then everyone gets where they're going but without, like, you know, standing up the front and just sort of like harping on. Yeah. I just make sure I just do laps. I just, I just walk a lot yeah. in all my classes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of like give them the direction and then um, go around and, you know, cater it individually. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. some people would go faster than others and stuff too. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that would definitely be a thing. Yeah. And then in some classes, like, because I tend to do, if it's a three hour class, I'll have like a half hour sort of tea and coffee break in the middle. Yeah. Some people will just work all the way through that break because mm. they're like in the zone. Yeah. I'm one of those people. Yeah. Like I, I'm like once I'm on I a roll. Too. Yeah, <laughs> just gotta like. No, I'm doing a thing. I don't want to stop and have sustenance. No. <laughs> and then other people are like, oh god, I need a break. Mm. And it's just it's. I just let them do what they got to do. Totally. It's like, I think that's the best way to teach a class. Yeah. It's actually catered to the people specifically in that room. Yeah. Well, and it keeps it fun rather than being regimented. Yeah. Like, you don't want it to be like that, right? Like, no. It's not It's not there to, um, you're not like... I don't want to stifle their creativity. Yeah. 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 I'm nurturing them. Yeah. <laughs> They're your human plants. Yeah. <laughs> my human plants. <laughs> oh, just on my shoulder. Mm. Yeah, nice. Um, oh, what was I going to say? So I met you through, oh, I mean, through Jaren and like through the Sideshow crew, I mean, yeah. originally, but uh, Wes, actually, through the, yeah. through Wes, because uh, you were painting a mural. Yeah, and I used your music. Then you used my music. The, yeah. And then, oh, uh, wow, that was, yeah, like three and a half years ago oh, or God, so, maybe is it four. that long? Yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, time flies, hey? Yeah. Mm, I mean, even us talking before about the bus and like thinking about that, that that's already been two years. It's yeah. Like, oh. Um, but it's really just been one because last year doesn't count it doesn't for anything. Count. We skip that. <laughs> um, with that in mind, then the murals and stuff. Are you still? I mean, obviously there hasn't been a lot of events, so there hasn't been a lot of that. Are you? It's probably not the most profitable um, in your endeavors, mm. but is it still something that you're wanting to pursue in the future? You always take up those offers when they, yeah. they work. Yeah, like I sort of if there's a specific event that I'm looking at like I'll I'll throw my name in the ring and if I get approached for anything I'll usually just be like yeah like I'll give it a go like yeah. the only sort of events that I don't do are ones that I've sort of directly experienced weren't my jam yeah like, okay that's fair other than that it's like I'll you know investigate the crowd and see what it's like to actually be at the event like yep. i've had some really beautiful like live art experiences where i've gotten to know a whole crowd like i mean sideshow for instance yeah. like like i ended up there pretty much 
Yeah, like I think I, is that someone told me to talk to Jaron about teaching art class. I think it was Reese. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I ended up there teaching weekly art classes and, and he was the first person who hosted my classes. So nice. I was doing my first round of art classes there. I had yep. sort of done a couple of one-off events before then at like other venues, but that's when I was, um, that's where I launched my business pretty much. Cool. So that was the first venue to be like, yes, you can do weekly classes with us. Yep. Like no worries. You've got this space. Cool. So, and that's when I was still working at Eckersley's at the time. Yeah. So Eckersley's. I was doing it. Yeah. What's that? It's an art shop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Retail art shop. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. And then I worked at Art Shed after that in West End, yep. another art shop. But, and then, so I was probably teaching art classes with Sideshow for like a year and a bit before I ended up doing it full time. Yep. And like taking on a business in the arts, which was spooky, but I kind of didn't have a choice at the time, but it was <laughs> wow. good. How do you mean? You well, just... Um, I just ended up like without a job and yep. had to figure out what to do. And I had already been teaching cl- classes very casually, but like low pressure. I was like, yeah, whatever, you know. Yep. I'll be there if you guys are there. Yeah, that's okay. cool. <laughs> I'll see you there. <laughs> and I just did a different thing every week and it was really good, like learning how I wanted to. Soft entry. Yeah. Yeah. Very soft. Yeah. It was like good to learn how I wanted to be as a teacher. Yeah. And in those classes, that's when I sort of like figured out my brand of like teaching style. Yeah. What you wanted to teach specifically. Yeah. Did you, um, you said like, you know, you had to like make the, the leap into doing it. Was that, uh, I mean, it was obviously mildly daunting, but um, yeah. did you find that was real good for you in the sense of just, um, I mean, we were talking about before, even with this, like yeah. just well, two I, feet first, uh, yeah. we'll get rid of the wind one day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of people probably experienced it last year in that sort of mm. being forced into a career change. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you get let, let go and then it's just like, okay, well, I've been meaning to start a business. Yeah. And it's like, well, no better time than now. Like, totally. The best way to learn is to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just like starting it when it was sort of thrust upon. Yep. <laughs> and then just learning as you go and like, yeah, absolutely. You learn so much by just rolling with it. Totally. And now it's been three, three years. Yep. Since starting my business. Yep. And I mean, other than last year. Yeah. When the profits were not great. <laughs> but yeah, um, got to actually have, I mean, I mean, a holiday is a strong term, but like. It was the first time I wasn't running my business full time since launching it was like last year. And then I was just getting stuff in line to launch when I could launch again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice to have that downtime to, you know, like reassess, um, also just take a second. Yeah. It made me realize that I do actually need to make more time for me as a sole trader business owner. Like I need to take holidays because I didn't for the first Two, two and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like 
what is holiday? No, no, no. All day, every day is a holiday, except that I work all the time. Totally. <laughs> it's like yeah. that kind of... It's hard to make that, that, that differentiate the mm. difference between the fact that like... Because mm. it, it is something you love, but also like it is so all of the time. And you really do yeah. like... There comes a point where you need to say like, you know, hour blocks or like... Weekends um, and like or like a day a week that yeah. you don't work. Yeah. Do you find it um, hard in the moments that you are trying to relax to relax? Like in the sense of like, I know for me, you know, mm-hmm. um, I am getting way better at it now, but like there's still always been the thing in the back of my head, like, you know, watching TV for a bit. But now I'm like getting home from work and been like, okay, like I sit down and I eat my food and I'm like, all right, I sit here for an hour. Like, and that's okay. And, like, yeah. and, and, you know, sometimes it goes for an hour and a half, but as long as I still go downstairs and I just like sit down, I just try and do something for an hour yeah. and I'm happy with, with that, but yeah. it's taken me a really long time to get there. Yeah. I think allotting a time window for it, like, mm. which is like, sounds a bit like ridiculous, but it's like, Not at all. <laughs> I need, I'm going to have an hour of relaxation now. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's just kind of what you got to do. It's, otherwise, like I'll be sort of doing workshop planning and stuff all day and then by the end of the day I'm just sort of like eh, like frazzled and it's like if I had just taken that hour in the middle of the day to like regroup and chill mm. or like spread it out over two days instead maybe it would actually just be a lot more efficient yeah and it's like when you're doing something that you love and something that only reflects you like because it's your business there's no one above you it's very hard to step back and just be like no, I'm just going to chill. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back to this. You know, you can wait. It's like totally. it's still like waiting there in the back of your mind. Yeah. yeah. Just like, hey, yeah. what you doing? <laughs> Sitting down having a sandwich? Yeah. You should yeah. fling off an email. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why aren't you checking your emails yeah. at the same time? Yeah, you could multitask this. Uh, come yeah, on. I'm pretty bad at that. Like, yeah. like I'm just constantly like email yeah. or this or that, this or that. Yeah, but, just um, pops into your mind and you're like, oh, yeah, I better check that. Totally. Yeah. I think last year for me personally was really good for redefining my habits with social media. Mm. Um, still not the best. I think I'd like to be better in regards of just allowing myself to be further distanced from my phone. But um, uh, it was. I was always making like staying trying to stay relevant in regards to like posts mm. for the business and for the music and all yeah. that. It was really nice in regards to just, just I like looked the other day and it's like all my other years is like a few pages. Yeah. Last year it's not even yeah. a page. And, and I'm like, I'm totally cool I'm with okay that. Okay with this. Yeah. I'm like yeah. I mean it's not that I don't have anything to share, but like I was like just being in my life at the mm. time. Yeah. And now it's kind of like finding the balance between it. But um also just happy we've taken it slow in that regard now like yeah um, it's not the be all and end all of the business like social media is like it's a handy tool but it's not like it doesn't have to take up all day of every day yeah exactly once again allotment for time like i think that's the next step for me is like being like you're allowed to do your social media and your like investment stuff like for an hour in the morning and Mm. half an hour at night and that's it and you put your phone away (laughs) yeah have you heard of the um pomodoro method of like time usage so it's like you know those little like tomato timers they're like iconic like Mm -hmm. classic little kitchen timers so you can set like uh, 30 minute increments of like and it's just proven to be a lot more uh, efficient use of time by just like allotting that time 
and you just get the little timer and you put it at your 30 minutes and like I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write up workshops for half an hour now mm-hmm. and then when that goes off it's like it's time for my sandwich break you yeah know? Like, nice yeah yeah so yeah. it's interesting you should say that though. interesting yeah mm. maybe I will give something like that a go yeah yeah give yourself a little tomato timer yeah <laughs> yeah because I do find that the most it's like I I try and want to do like you know, an hour of this, an hour of that, and an hour of this every day. But like, I find I begin the first thing, and then if I get like, and if it clicks, like, like I want it to, I don't want to just do an hour of it. And like, that was a big mm. thing for me too, is learning to be like, okay, you are on a roll right now with like music production or with your writing a song on a guitar, like, and like just stick that out. And like tomorrow, like start with the other thing first. And if yeah. it gets carried away, then that's cool. That's if fine. it doesn't, then like, no, yeah. but, but yeah, it's the old juggle. Yeah, following the, <laughs> the inspiration and then like trying to make time for the one that you're not particularly inspired for that mm. week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have just an endless list of different projects and things that I want to be doing. It's like prioritizing and like, you know, getting on a roll with one thing and then being like, okay, do I keep going with this role or should I go on to that other thing, which is equally as important, but I haven't gotten back to it in like a week or two weeks or six months. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so many like in the back of my mind. Yeah. 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 Little bites, though. The the ebb and flow of it, but, like, too, it always comes back around. Like, if you really want to do it, like, it always does. Absolutely, I I, I kind of always found that with the two projects is, like, tried to balance them both, and then I realized over time, it's like, no, like, if I'm once going at a time, I just go with it. And, Mm. you know, something happens or it doesn't, like, I'm not vibing it one day, and I'm like, oh, I'll just try and sit down and write a bass music song and I know six months is gone and it's all I've done <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, but like that's okay like mm. that's just kind of the way it works yeah um, inspiration is a fickle mistress <laughs> yeah totally totally yeah. yeah but I think it's also important to um to like as you said sit down and mm. it's like you sit down and you try and start and it's like it's good to recognize when it's not working and mm. uh, but like then just giving yourself a pat on the back for sitting down and doing yep. it. Like, do you find you that's something you try and do? Yeah, absolutely. And, like, I find, you know, setting up the space for the project is, like, a good way to get in the zone for it. So, like, you know, okay, I've got this, like, acrylic painting set up here. All right, I'll pack that away because I want to be getting more onto these watercolour ones. And once I've set it up, I'm like, well, while I'm here, yeah. may as well have a cheeky little paint. Yeah. And then you're there for, like, you know, the rest of the day painting <laughs> because, you know, you, you made the space for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, just, um, I guess, prioritizing space as well. Yeah, you know, okay. Like, yeah. Mm. And I mean, you have that here and we can't see it, but um, there's mm. like your studio space and then the bus is separate, which mm. um, is obviously important. Yeah. So I've got like, so the living room is the bus and the deck. And um, then I've got my studio, which is more like just getting into sort of detailed projects and things. But I do all of my ceramics out on the deck, mm-hmm. which is really nice. It's so breezy. Nice. Yeah. And then in the bus, it's like always just clear mm-hmm. that's just where i just go and go to bed <laughs> yeah cool yeah. yeah that's your you space yeah yeah nice because i've definitely had uh pretty long stints 
in like share house days where the studio is the bedroom and like on one level it's great like it's some of the most productive times that I've had but also I'll be sharing a bed with a canvas that's the same size as me like <laughs> then there'll just be some inks over there there's still there's just like purple and orange stains on like my bed yeah. just like I need to stop using inks in bed <laughs> but yeah it's like making a little nest of just art materials and then I just like curl up in the middle of it it's like it's fun for a little while but it's definitely not like really conducive of super like a well-balanced life and totally. I think that's like keeping the studio separate from the bed is a line that I have to draw yeah Except when I'm on the road, in which case I'm going to say it's going to happen again. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, with your setup, you could is. have like, you know, very easy things to uh, come out to be able to create, you know, temporary spots yeah. here and there and like super yeah. lush. You could go to so many like lookouts and lush mm. spots like that. Yeah, I've got like a portable French easel. So I'll be able cool. to just like bring that up to places and set up and do some Definitely want to get into landscape painting more. For sure. Australian Bob Ross vibes. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so nice as like even just as a um, – even if it's just for yourself, um, like a, it's like a time lapse almost yeah. of your own experience. It but then it's, so nice. it's Yeah, it's your With art form as well. View. Totally, yeah. It's like – God, I want to travel. Even, rather than having photos like yeah, – Yeah. That would be super cool. Mm. I mean there's a whole exhibition in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know a musician that might want to play. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> well. <laughs> Gold. Oh, that'd be awesome. It's just so many project ideas all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when do you think you will set off? We were talking before and you said you want to mm. do little trips um, and you're wanting to try and maybe combine it with doing like semi-location-based workshops. Yeah. Um, maybe would you like set up somewhere for a month or you just kind yeah. of see how it takes off? Well, um, to start off with, I'm thinking I'll do like mini trips where I kind of um, essentially regain trust of, of my bus. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so like <laughs> I'll just be doing little trips and like also learning to live out of the bus on the road because yeah. like at the moment I'm, you know, living out of it but here. So it's like... There's definitely going to be some some growing pains in, um, you know, learning how to actually live out of the space. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think maybe I'll do some destination workshops. I think there'll be a lot of, like, rocking up to places and doing some, yeah, plein air painting and mm -hmm. videos and s stuff like that. Um, know some, like, artists around that I might visit. There's also some friends I might visit and stay with them. But mm -hmm. I think... To start off with, like, short trips um, because I've got a lot of workshops probably planned for around Sanford area. Mm -hmm. So that'll sort of keep me here as, like, my local home base and recurring large classes. And then maybe I'll travel sort of two weeks of the month. Yep. But um, maybe starting maybe in, like, March I might start doing some little trips. Because I've got a pulley that has just arrived. Um, it's been a whole thing. A pulley? Uh, <laughs> a pulley for the cooling system. So, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, for the fan belts. But yeah, it's uh, it's arrived and my mechanic is uh, going to come and put it in in like the next couple weeks and then do a big old service and we'll just mm -hmm. make sure she's all good. 
and um, start doing some little drives, and then it'll be the little trips from there. Mm-hmm. I just want to get used to, for one thing, maneuvering out of this space. Um, yeah, you're pretty uh, locked in. Yeah, she, she's a tight <laughs> fit. But I'm yeah. going to have to just uh, yeah, get out. used to driving it in and out and like doing some just little joy rides around Sanford. Mm-hmm. Maybe not leave Sanford for a little while, being that there's hills everywhere. Yeah. I'm a little bit worried about them. Yeah. Like but the Mount, Glam- Mount Glorious Road is a... I will never. <laughs> <laughs> we do not go right. <laughs> go up. No. That's cool. I, I was thinking about that about that before because I think I, well, I might do like a little 30th thing over there in, mm. in April. Um, I was like, hey, you bur- busted me perfect for that. <laughs> well, no, no, you no. can go like around. Like, <laughs> yeah, like okay. I want to go out to Somerset way. and stuff like yeah, that. Okay, um, yeah. But you can go, yeah, the long way, the flat way. Yeah. Or like less less mountainy yeah you can go like mount nebo which is like less treacherous um but yeah i don't know i'll get advice from my mechanic because yeah. he's also got a bus about the same age and okay. he was like don't take it up glorious ever ah. I was like, okay okay <laughs> solid advice solid advice <laughs> apparently the brakes can give out mm. on like on the mountain for like trucks and stuff yeah, it's like true. a thing that happens all the time yeah on glorious yeah no thank you I um, remember being in Canada and I've only started to notice them occasionally throughout Australia, but um, I really saw them a lot in Canada and that's what made me be like, wait, what? And it's the, the runway roads. Yeah. You know, the runway roads. And I'm just like, I, I have a brain that imagine? always imagines the, the worst possible yeah. scenario <laughs> when I see something like that. I'm like, oh my oh, God. Can you? Oh. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's only a couple of them up the mountain. Yeah, well, we don't. Oh, we don't quite have mountains like um. Yeah, Canada, so like Canada, no. Uh, that's yeah. the main reason for it. God, it would happen all the time. I couldn't even imagine it, but hey, like mm. just being like, it's cool. It's, it's cool. Right, I'll just a, go. I'll just go up this chute. There's a big dirt road coming up. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> it goes huh? like, what happens when you need to go back then? <laughs> like, there's <laughs> any truckers out there? Hit me up. <laughs> I want to know. I don't know all your creative ways of going up runway roads. Yeah, how do you deal with your brakes giving out on that? <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, my car is a bit dodgy like that, and I've definitely played with the thought a bit. I've been like, because it has like the shuttery thing sometimes with the brakes, and I'm like, oh, these are gonna <sighs> stop working on me one day. But is it a so good? No, it's an auto, but it does have uh, like I could chuck it in first. If yeah, I and just to. like yeah. pod down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I've been driving long enough that I could hopefully, I mean, I like to think that I could handle a situation, but yeah. I'm also not like a lunatic hoon or anything. So Yeah, yeah. she has an easy life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. She just keeps kicking. I like love the card for that reason. I mean, mm. um, I want to get a Toyota as well, but um, Fords, like I've had three Fords now in my life or four. Um, and they've all just kept running. Like mm. I haven't been th- the best owner, but <laughs> they've continued to be the most reliable cars for me. Yeah. For me. Must. Be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, must be nice. Well, <laughs> oh, good. Screen went off and I freaked out. <laughs> it's all learning curve. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's just sleeping. Yeah. I might just pull this. This this little one. For anyone out there, I'm still learning too, so I'm 
constantly fidgeting. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll use that as an excuse for my fidgeting. <laughs> and then it, it will just keep going. Uh, yeah. No, you can fidget away. I said mistakes are included. Um, I'm curious because, you know, I met you um, into your art journey already. I think you were only starting the um, workshops roughly around when I met you. But um, yeah. uh, where did it all begin for you? Um. Well, I've been doing art my whole life. Yep. So I was just raised with it. My mum's very creative. She yep. does like jewelry and photography, and um, she ran a gallery um, for like over ten years, about fifteen years. Yep. So um, learned a lot from her, and then I went to TAFE in high school from like year. 11 onwards. I went part-time. Cool. Um, so I got like a certificate three mm-hmm. and then I went on and got my diploma after and in just creative um, arts? Or yeah, in visual arts. Visual arts. And then, yeah, diploma after school. And yeah, I've just been sort of exhibiting and, and been in competitions my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then I always wanted to be a full-time artist but starting um, classes was really the game changer of making it a super viable business plan. Yeah. Because, like, you want to be, you know, just churning out paintings and selling paintings and, like, that that would be optimum. But yeah. um, that's such huge pressure. Yeah. Like, it's like you have to make the work and then all of those hours could be for nothing yeah. if it doesn't sell at what the exhibition where you get – 50 people through the door totally. and then you know selling online is like a whole thing of like transporting transporting canvases is like a whole thing yeah um, you know what if it gets a hole through it on the way there and yeah so becoming a viable business plan through teaching was definitely like the game changer in like actually making it a business yeah because before then it was more like um, it was more of a hobby and then I had my day job for yep um, you know, young adult life. Yep. And then I think once I started teaching the classes, that would be, yeah, as I said, like when it sort of started changing to be an option. Yep. And then getting a lot more savvy with like how I was promoing and, yep. um, you know, social media and um, events um, to make it something where I was more confident that I would actually get the numbers to yep. to pay the bills. Yep. Do you yeah. enjoy that side of it? Uh, I do, yeah. yeah I like, do. I yeah, get I get a kick, kick out, out of it. it. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like checking all your analytics, like, ooh, look how well this event's doing. Why? I will investigate. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and even just like the most simplistic things of just like you know putting the little business models into plan, and then you know seeing things come to fruition too. Yeah, absolutely. Like seeing all of that like effort you're putting in paying off. Yeah. By just having like a sold out class, and you're like. Yeah, crushed it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> like, people like what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, um, yeah, and then just like keeping up the momentum. Yeah. It's like, you know, pat on my back. All right, swiftly move forward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like the main thing I think this year is getting things in a recurring uh, yep. system. So I want to do like, the second weekend of every month will be a workshop yep. at that venue. And maybe the third will be 
a workshop at the other venue yep. and having like a very strong pattern that yep. I can just get in the habit of doing. Yeah, regimen. Yeah, because yep. like when you're working a casual job and you, 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 know, you have the three days a week where you work and then the other days you're not working. It's not like that with a sole trader business. It's not no. like that at all. <laughs> like, You're on. it's just like, especially in the arts, it's like you get work when you get work. And um, sometimes it'll just be like, you'll have a crazy busy week and then you'll have nothing for the rest of the month. Totally. And it would be nice to get to a point this year where I can have everything organized that I have one thing every week mm -hmm. that is my work day. And then, you know, the rest of the week round, I'll be just doing sort of promo and stuff and working out what other classes I want to be doing. So Totally. Yeah. yeah, you can, like, focus your attention on the, like, the random one-off things and that, but mm. still know that you have the, the um, stability? Stability. Stability. Yeah. Why was I trying to put a sus in that? It's a bit <laughs> sus of me. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, have the stability of knowing that, you know, you got your, you got your Saturday, you got your class, you got mm. it sorted. Yeah. It would be just nice to not at all like worry about that. And then again, as we were talking about before is like, then bringing that to a point where it's a business that can be taken on the road with me mm -hmm. because I want to be traveling around Australia in the bus yep. and I will need income while I'm doing that as well. Like. I'd rather not just be living off of my savings. Yep. So it's now building an online platform that can be bringing in my income while I'm on the road when it's like, it's not really viable that I'd be able to do workshops anymore. So it's yep. like, I'm thinking making some sort of online equivalent where I'm teaching or like, there's also like Etsy where I could sell my jewelry. Yep. So I'm like thinking I need to go probably put a bit more maintenance, a bit more of my time into that. Yep. Even though at the moment my income is coming from workshops, yep. it's thinking ahead of what I should be establishing and putting in place for where my business is going now, which is having an online backup because like totally. not having any last year was what completely shot my business down. Totally. Was not prepared to have everything go online. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. Did you try and do anything online? Like, did you try and do any classes or you just um, like took the, took the breather? No, I just took the breather and I more went in on Etsy. Yeah. So I just sort of tried to get things going on there with my say twat. Yeah. Um, so I got like. Say twat, right? Say twat. Say twat. And it's one word? Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I updated my Etsy in that time and I got a few like around sort of sales happening on there but it was just sort of like very like you know a couple a month kind of thing it's not like an income so mm -hmm. but testing what was sort of viable and what was selling was definitely worthwhile and like even through Instagram making contacts as well so now like supply a couple of shops on there cool so there's um yeah there's Yoni Herb is in um in Brisbane yeah she's she's great cool so I supply shout out to to Tessa at Yoni Herb. Cool. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then like, and that was through like making sure I was putting some time into networking online since I had lost all of my interpersonal classes. Mm -hmm. So, and that actually ended up working out really well because I made a bunch of contacts who are now going to, like, we're going to collaborate in future. Cool. So, 
yeah, mm. like a like a cross sell of products and um, yeah. promotion and stuff. Yeah, and they yep. do like women's circles and things where I'll be oh, teaching awesome. workshops. So yeah. yeah, yeah, which is perfect for what you're achieving with that. As yeah. Well. For anyone that doesn't know, uh, Chelsea makes these fantastic earrings. I will take a closer video of it later so everyone can see them um, a bit closer. Mm. Uh, uh, other products, or it's mainly just them right now. Um, yeah, at the moment on on say twat, it's just like. Old one. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to launch like a shop that's going to be more like just a general Chelsea Lamandra shop. Cool. So that will be like I'm doing like this little mushy Ooh, sort of jewelry. I like them. Yeah. Cool. So I'm doing more like ceramic jewelry and stuff nice. like that. And I'm thinking um, stickers might start making my own stickers could mm -hmm. be cute. And um, yeah, so making like uh, a Chelsea Lamandra shop as well as having my say toward yep. brand as sort of separate things. But yep. yeah. And there's um yeah. The portrait settings is another one that's in person. There's the the Pussy portraits. Okay. Like yeah. life drone? Yeah. 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 Yep. So that was like the um meeting people um through Instagram and getting to know people and that sort of just I think it was Odell Wolfenden, she was like would you do a portrait on my pussy? And I was like, mm -hmm, babe, yes. Like, not the first to ask, but the first to follow through. So shout it, out it, to that. Yeah. <laughs> did you potentially put that in your Instagram story? Like yeah. With the, the over? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's like the, it's exactly what you're doing already. And I was like, it's awesome. That's yeah. gold. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. I really hope to do more of them. It's yeah. so, so nice to get to know women like that. Like, yeah. it's like so many women who I'd like never spoken to and now I've got like a bunch of friends that I've made from because like you sit and stare at a pussy for an hour and a half and then you're friends by the end. There's totally. not really anything that's off the table to discuss. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I like the concept in regards of like you you are just, you know, taking something of societal norms where we're like, oh, like oh, a couple no. of clothes on and yeah. like breaking that down and yeah like you said you just you're like immediately um have seen the results of losing the boundaries from that mm. um, which is awesome like it's so good yeah like yeah i think it's very beneficial um for for the women who do it as well as for me because mm. like it's getting out of that comfort zone like the more you get out of your comfort zone the bigger that comfort zone is like totally like, it's not much that phases me yeah now like because yeah, like I at bet. first i was like <laughs> And now yeah. I'm like, eh. Yeah, well, that would probably flip people, like some people out. But, yeah. um, but I, like, you know, just empowering one another even more in mm. that in that space and like holding that space like that. And you're, yeah. you're doing something you love and uh, they've, uh, it's something that they're yeah. interested in. So. Yeah. And they feel like witnessed and they like yeah. get their little painting for their altar. It's just like, it's beautiful. Well, that's mm. cool. It's just nice to like, feel like these paintings are, you know, aspiring those women mm. to feel more comfortable with yeah. their body and to like familiarize themselves. So totally. It's just a beautiful set. Yeah. Beautiful Confidence series. in a safe space, which then, you know, yeah. as you said, as you're more comfortable, you can take that out from that, mm. um, which will feed into all areas of life. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Oh, it's such a lovely day here. It is. For anyone watching, um, the rest of everything around us is as beautiful as what's behind us. <laughs> <laughs> Tears. So, getting the classes started again. 
I guess it's like at the moment as That's... well. I need to work up to the next grant project. Okay. So. You've you've uh, received grants in the past, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I did a grant um, that I finished mid year this mm-hmm. year. Um, no, mid year last year. Um, that was the collecting colors, the pigments one, okay, where yep. I was like yeah, collecting a, a plant from every suburb in the Moreton Bay region and making a paint out of it. By oh, like, wow. yeah. So next part of that is making the book about it, yeah. um, and teaching workshops about it. Yeah. So, um, are those yeah. two elements of it, um, inclusive in your, the f- original grant? No. So that's like, now I need that's... to make a new proposal for the okay. next part of the grant. So yeah. like I, um, like a publishing kind of grant and a teaching yep. grant. So see how I go. Yep. Um, the first one was like, um, just community benefit kind of going around and visiting each of those suburbs and yeah. So like making a series that represents the community, yep. the local region. Yeah. Mm. And I want to break that down even more because I'm just interested, like uh, when you say making like a color pigment out of like a plant that's native to that area, mm. like, uh, like you're actually making it color, like uh, yeah. explain. Yeah. So go more into that. <laughs> so each, each suburb I'll go there and um, collect a plant um, just like, any old plant a lot of the time it was like just like weeds Mm -hmm. and things because um like the idea is showing people that you can create paint and colors from just literally anything Mm -hmm. so and taking the slow process of making it yourself like it's it's not a super complicated project to do like but it is it's it's time consuming. Like yeah. you're in it for the process. It's not like I would say many people would really want to go in and just like make all of their own paints all the time. But it's something that I think a lot of people, it would be great if they experienced. So for every suburb, I go there, I get a plant and then, or a rock, like some of them I grab like a scoria or an ochre and just like that way I could just grind it and add gum arabic and okay. then it was a paint, which is a lot more simple. But for a plant, if you get... um you know, some leaves, then I would just boil it and that makes a lake dye, which is like a tea. Yep. So, and then you have the color in that water and then you can, um, so you add like a metallic salt and an alkali to that and then you strain that and it attaches to those to make a granular form of that color. Mm -hmm. So, and then you can grind that up in like a mortar and pestle. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you can add a gum arabic, and that makes it into a watercolor. Mm-hmm. If you were to make an oil paint, you would add linseed oil. If you wanted to make acrylic, you would add binder. So, but I chose to make watercolors because then you can reactivate it, you know, and mm-hmm. you don't have to like tube it up. I can just put it in watercolor pans. So, and then for each one of those, I did a painting of that plant using the paint that I made. Oh, that's cool. And now I'm doing the light fastness tests on all of those. So I'm putting them up on the window in the house and checking how much they fade over a six week period. Yep. And then I can see like how viable those paints are. Okay. You know, if I would be able to do a painting and display it on the wall or if it would have to only be in a journal sort of thing. Yep. So... And then the book will be um, documenting that process for each of those suburbs okay. for all those colors. Yep. Hmm. What it, what was the completion point to that 
part of the grant. So the, the, that part of the grant was just making the colours in, yeah. in so that was not even painting the, the plant? Or? Um, that was the process of painting the plant, collecting it, photographing at the place, and I, I made a set of like visual boards that are going to be part of the future exhibition that will be a touring exhibition that goes around Morton mm-hmm. Bay region. So the first part was just essentially making the pieces and photographing them. Mm-hmm. And then the next part will be organizing what to do with them and like making that exhibition come to fruition and um, publishing the book. But it'll be more like a catalog for the exhibition. Yep. Yeah. And then teaching the classes will probably be a separate thing again yep. to that. Yep. And I want to host classes at those exhibitions. Yep. Mm. Oh, I love it. Like this, this is the reason why I got you on here. It's like, <laughs> Even just having a singular project, but then finding the multiple elements to, um, like, you know, it's just something you enjoy as it is, mm. but like, you know, you are also like, you're like ticking so many different boxes of your own creative, like business and then worth and then enjoyment as well, mm. um, which is super awesome. Um, what was I going to say? What, what's, what's the next grant that, um, like, so the first one, sorry, I, I just forgot already. Uh, you said the like the actual title of the grant, just out of curiosity. So it's collecting colors. Uh, yeah. The the actual grant that I went yeah. for. Um, I'm not actually sure which one it was. Um, it's just through Arts Queensland, or yeah. So it was a regional arts development fund. Oh, okay, you did a right. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I went through them and I just looked up on the council website to see which grants were going at the time, mm-hmm. and just checked which one my um, project would fit into the best. Cool. And then I just tailored it to what they were looking for. For sure, yeah. Mm, which is usually community-based projects. For sure. So you'll be looking at like another RADF for this? Probably, or? yeah. RADF. And there's also, I think, Smarty Grants is another one mm-hmm. and Bright Sparks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So quite I've, a lot. Yeah. I check through all of them um, that I know of and see what's around and just like throw my name in there. Yeah. But God, it's a huge thing to make a proper like – Grant proposal. Like that was you, my next question. Did you you do it yourself? Um, you fortunately, I had my mum to help me with it okay, um, so because sh- she worked in council at a cool. regional gallery. So she helped me out with a lot of advice um, and she knows the like bureaucracy yeah, sort of side of yeah. things. So. Shout out to mum. <laughs> Shout out to mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, that's awesome. My my mum has uh, has also got quite a few like arts for uh, grants for visual arts projects in the past, and um, has also. I mean, I haven't um, actually taken one out before, but has helped me with uh, submitting them and just has yeah. that, that insight to it all, which yeah. is really helpful. Just knowing how to approach it, it makes such a huge difference. Mm. Yeah, because she's gotten my mum's gotten past grants as well yep. um, for like photography and stuff like that. Yeah, so, and jewelry. Shout out Tracy Wallace Jewelry. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. So, yeah, I think just having like a mentor position as well, like she can help me with those things. It definitely like knowing what to say in a grant proposal. So huge. Yeah. Like I can't imagine coming at that without anyone to talk to about it. And like, you know, if anybody wants to talk about grants, hit me up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no totally. worries. Yeah. Well, I mean, that brings us back to what we were saying before of just like enjoying the nerd out. Yeah. And, and the community vibe of it, which is um, another part that I really just love about your presence because you are trying to achieve that, which is obviously something that I'm uh, like very strongly passionate about. Mm. Um, and I just, uh, 
I just think it's so important. Like, you know, that's the whole purpose of Festive Collective and why I started it is because mm. um, uh, I just, you know, I I have achieved, I have gotten so much of my achievements through others who have just given me a chance. Yeah. Um. So I want to like continue to do my best to help people. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. Gain those opportunities, and I mean, you're already doing that, like through mm. your art classes, and then hopefully with the consultation stuff, that might even mm. uh, further expand yeah. down the line. Yeah, we'll see where things all go. Yeah. yeah. It all kind of falls in line so naturally, right? Do you feel yeah. like it's all fallen in line quite naturally up until this point? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think once I was like forced to take that first step, it was all just kind of like, oh, and now I'll do this and now I'll do that. And then all just kind of like it, the next step comes clear once you've taken that step. Totally. Every time. Yeah. yeah. And like we were saying before the podcast, um, you were uh, – like like oh all of a sudden people like are hitting me up yeah and like and I love that like in that when you like take a second to have that gratitude for those moments or realize that it's like oh wow there's like, a shift yeah <laughs> I can help yeah I think one of the biggest ones for me and that was like it was like the first festival I turned down oh <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never thought I'd see the day, but yeah. uh, like, you know, it was too far and they couldn't pay me and it was totally fine. Like yeah. at the end of the day, they had their budget. I get it. I run events. Um, but mm. like, you know, that empowerment in that is um, a big thing. And it also yeah. puts you in a, um, in a certain light uh, for promoters or for people in future. So mm. uh, they know that, you know, you're not willing to yeah. – um, take scraps yeah exactly <laughs> like word. putting that line down <laughs> as like a visual artist of any kind or any artist is is so important because you're told from such a young age that it's like you take what money you can get like as an artist like you're lucky if you can buy beans like mm. you need to just you need to take whatever and it's like when you get to a point where you're like no i'm established enough that i don't need to do that yeah. i am past that Totally. And I've talked to a lot of other creatives in similar positions where they're just like, I turn down gigs. I don't I don't need all of them. No. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> a big moment. <laughs> mm, and it's good for your own like mental clarity in terms of like sometimes, I mean, we've all done it as artists, uh, stretching ourselves too far. Ooh, yeah. And then when you finally like, all right, no, like I could – do three festivals this weekend or I could just do one yeah. and come out feeling energized and like yeah. just like I nailed it put your all your energy in that basket mm. and I don't believe in the eggs in one basket thing but um like yeah it definitely sometimes it's just quality over to, quantity totally mm. totally yeah here and there yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, do, 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 uh, what was I going to say? Have you done any more of the time lapse sort of stuff? Or was I, I kind of like the last? Yeah, uh, like I haven't done a whole lot of videos really in like the last year. It's mm -hmm. on my list again, yeah. um, but... In the next sort of few months, I want to get back to posting more um, time lapse as well as doing some online tutorials and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Or more like I want to actually more like have a bunch of not classes but information about materials so that people know what they're buying. Mm -hmm. 
because like in learning about materials in sales, I learned a lot about a lot of brands that have good reputations but kind of shouldn't. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, like when you look at it and you're like, well, this means that and that means that and this is this is like lesser than a student quality and they're putting it forward as an artist quality. And I, I think I just want to teach people about like how to get materials that best suit their needs as an artist. Yep. So like light fastness. Yep. It's, I've been testing materials that aren't what I've made as well. And that's very interesting to me learning about, you know, different brands and the quality of pigments that they're using. Yep. So I think, yeah, doing some videos in that ilk of like more towards teaching and mentoring. Yeah. Um, but also some time lapses would be cool. Yeah. Um, but probably like locational time lapses, like you're saying with the like that would be really that'd cool. be so pretty. And you can do the the double thing. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, ever since we did that little series, like I've always wanted to do it again. Yeah. Um, so it was so much fun. Lot, lots more music coming this year, so I'll mm. have some stuff to send you. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. We'll link the previous B-side and Chelsea. Yeah, you can find it here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be that tech savvy. <laughs> It'll probably actually be up here. <laughs> if it's there at all. If it's there at all, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> maybe in the, in the rider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be the most easy place for me to do it. <laughs> um, it's all learning. <laughs> totally. I mean, and that's it. Like at the end of the day, um, the eventual idea is like to, I mean, right now, um, going back to what we were saying before, I have a bedroom studio and, um, getting into more healthy habits with in 2021, it is becoming much more viable. Um, mm. but it definitely wasn't when I wasn't like, uh, mm. you know, in the greatest headspace personally. Mm. Um, but at least there I am now and I am putting in more of a regimented schedule and that productivity is only like coming from all of that. Um, but yeah, I definitely would like a space. Yeah. Um, it's not easy. It's just so hard. Like, like commercial spaces are quite expensive. Um, Making one yourself is very hard. Yeah, especially well, for like music, it's um, mm, a whole other thing. Yeah. Fortunately, I can paint in the shed. Yeah, totally. Like, yeah, yeah. You don't sound you're loud. is a whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> I am very loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even when I'm not amplified. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's all right. I mean, that's kind of the idea for the, the like the, my own van stuff eventually is to hopefully have that. Like, you know, I can maybe have a space that is dedicated to being a studio, shooting the podcast and mm. stuff, and then um, being able to just use the van as a home and then studio space on the road, um, like a, yeah. little, a little more relaxed studio yeah. space rather than like a kind of go there, do the thing. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean, I've got some friends with studios, um, and even just going there, like I'm go- we're going there tomorrow. We run like a monthly producers meetup, and it's just so nice. Yeah, it's just nice to Gosh. have the space. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, Goals. But it'll all happen when it's meant to happen. Yeah, for sure. Mm. It's like all in good time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So the year holds. Getting the stu- the. Um, Workshop started again, doing some more painting and some um get or some the, more videos the grant out stuff. There. Yeah, some get a grant stuff. going. Um get so, the bus going, yep. do some trips. Yep. So would you say the bus uh, I mean the classes obviously, but we'll just put that mm. down to that's your nine to five. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um so the bus and the like the online stuff's the the focal point for the year. Yeah. Oh, I think the camera's 
yelling at me. Goodbye, camera. Bye. That's <laughs> For anyone at home, I'll show some of Chelsea's stuff right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good little wind-up anyway. Yeah. Perfect time. <laughs> yeah. Terrible fade-out, but that's all right. Yeah, I am learning. Now I know it gives me a beep. <laughs> Handy. Um, but anyway, for anyone still listening, where can they find all your stuff? Yeah, where? So I've got Chelsea Lamandra on Instagram and on YouTube and Chelsea Lamandra Art on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, my website is more of a portfolio, but that's it's a Wix site, so... Chelsea Lamandra as well. Okay, cool. Right, this is making it real easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chelsea Lamandra, everything so far. Consistent. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and I've just joined the ranks of TikTok. Oh, why'd you do that? <laughs> because it's um, I would say a much more <laughs> open platform. Okay, I can't say I've ever doubled, so I um, know nothing. Well. You know, on Instagram, you have 650 followers or 1,000 followers or whatever, and you post something and you get sort of like 150, 200 views on it, yeah. on your reach. Yeah. Well, TikTok is very different to that. So, okay. like, if, it, if you post something and you have no followers, literally, literally no followers, you still reach, like, 300 people. Oh, wow. Whereas on Instagram, I don't reach that many people when I have double that many followers. Yeah, true. So... That do, for me was do you enough know said. What the, the deal with that is? It just doesn't, it doesn't seem to like. Um, it's not a favored algorithm? Yeah, it's just a completely different algorithm to what um, Instagram has, which oh. is quite smothered with um, like it just, it, yeah. Well, and it favors like obviously the, the prolific things and all of yeah. that. Oh, God, Chelsea, you're going to um, <laughs> get me on another goddamn social media <laughs> app. <laughs> Yeah, well. No, I don't know if I can do it. Hey, I've got enough. Yeah, well, I don't know. You never know. See how you go. That's right. <laughs> Check out B side on TikTok. <laughs> wow. Making short videos that will last. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, where can people purchase your earrings or that? Well, say twat yep. on Etsy. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then S A Y T W A T. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> say twat. One word. Yep. One word. Yeah. Say it. <laughs> say it. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then lastly, would they just find out stuff about your workshops through your Chelsea Lamandra page on Facebook and yeah. your, your Instagram? Um, I will post it like through my story on Instagram, and my events will be on my Facebook page. Cool. Yeah. That's Chelsea Lamandra Art is the Facebook page. Yep. Cool. Yes. Sweet. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Oh, thank you it's, for hanging out with me. Yeah, Coming all the way out to Sanford. Yeah. <laughs> oh, any, any day. It's so lush out here. Uh, like, I'm from Mulaney, so it's just so originally, and so it's just so nice to, I mean, Brisbane's pretty good in regards to just being pretty lush pretty everywhere. Lush. But, like, the fact that I can come out here and just, I don't know, feel the air. Mm, Feel the breeze. Absolutely. Smell the plants. Hear the crickets. Yeah, they're yeah. going off. Yeah. It's like <laughs> in the audio sense, it's like I don't want all that. Like like it's it's better like for people listening in headphones to have it as a clear thing. But in the same regard, like It'll it's be, really lovely. Very ambient. <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon they'll survive. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, thank you very much. Thank and you. I look forward to doing the next one with you. Or maybe yes, doing or maybe I'll yours do one with next. you. Yeah. yeah. We'll do the flippery roots. Flippery roots. And with that, we're out. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.